Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no words, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi minute. That's right. Hey, folks, welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I am Steve Azar. Thank you guys for tuning in. You know, I appreciate it greatly. Also, appreciate my pals at Superior Catfish. There's catfish, and there's Superior Catfish. Go to superiorcatfish.com, homegrown right here in Mississippi, and visit mississippi.org. So many rock star things await you, a road trip to celebrate our Mississippi. All right. You know, we're talking all things music and filmmaking and art. You know, I guess I get all worked up. Raymond Scott was arguably one, if not the most influential composers of all time. Uh, an American composer, a band leader, a pianist, a record producer, and credit as the inventor of electronic instruments. He'd leave his mark on big band of any size, like our Mississippi has left its mark on the musical world, thus being the birthplace of America's music. Today, I'm so thrilled. Thanks, Rob Evanoff. Shout out to you, Rob, as always, for connecting me with Raymond Scott's very talented filmmaking son today. The title is a good one deconstructing dad the music machines and the mystery of raymond scott i dig that this film includes much success some of the awards this one winner the critics choice award deconstructing dad for sebastopol documentary film festival out in california director's choice gold medal award for excellence in film park city and best documentary feature award at the atlantic city cinefest right film festival Uh, more on today's guest He was a cameraman and editor on the Academy Award-winning documentary Woodstock. Come on. And produced, directed, and was supervising editor on the award-winning feature documentary In Our Hands. Some of his stellar work has involved an eclectic range of projects, which includes a feature film of the Broadway classic Musical Hair, editing work for Saturday Night Live. That must have been crazy. The TV series The Wonder Years. I always bring that up in my show. And the Equalizer. He was also editor on Emmy-nominated PBS documentary, The Trial of Adolf Eichmann. Looking forward to getting to know today's guests. And what greater tribute than a son celebrating his father and all he's left for us. Dads out there, well, we all know we spend a lifetime lifting up our children. So anytime we get a chance to put it in reverse mode like today's guest did so wonderfully, well, I want to get to that. So let's get to him right now with Stan Warno. Hey, Stan. Hey, hey. Well, thank you for that introduction. Oh. Uh, makes me sound so accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you are accomplished, and I really appreciate you taking the time. I stumble through my intro sometimes. There's so much I want to make sure that we sort of set up. And this is you and my first time to ever speak. A lot of yeah. times that's the case, but I have a strange feeling we'll be old friends by the time we're done. Sounds good. Let's get to it right now. First of all, celebrating your dad in this regard, it's got to be like the ultimate trophy in your heart and soul on or on a mantle. As a kid for you in those wonder years, when you're a child and you're watching your dad, first of all, how long did you have with your dad? And second of all, did you just see him as a dad or did you know how famous he was You know, when you were a young kid? Yeah, well, certainly as I, as I grew up to be, you know, six or seven, I become, became sort of conscious of his fame. 
And, you know, he did a lot of music for cartoons, and I have a very clear memory <laughs> of going to a double feature. We lived in Manhattan at the time on a Saturday morning, and my mom telling me, you're going to see a cartoon with your dad's music in it. So um, I was I was aware, and then also he was the um, the, the musical director on this TV show that was on every Saturday night, Your Hit Parade. This is our early TV show, uh, and so I would see him on Saturday nights on the TV, and then once in a while I would get to go to the studio with my sister, and we would sit there as they rehearsed and everything. We wouldn't be there for the nighttime part, but we would see them. So I was aware of him, but we had a complicated relationship, and, and like a lot of uh, very successful fathers, he was very involved in his in his work and his music, and I think that's particularly true of musicians. And you're a musician, so you probably yeah. know it's kind of all you know, all involving. And and uh, so we, you know, it, it was like, and he wasn't a particularly comfortable person with kids, so he wasn't like the kind of dad, as my sister says in the film I made. Um, uh, you know, he got down on the floor and played with you. But yeah. if it was a matter of like teaching music or any anything else that related to what he did, he could be really great. He's got some mathematical skills, obviously, and you talk about inventing anything in our business. Now it seems like things are getting invented in rapid pace. But back in that day, I mean, an invention was something that was so cherished because it was so unique at the time. You know, we went to the moon. I mean, so take me through sort of the background to that. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Well, he loved technology. That was really his first love. And he was going to go to Brooklyn Technical High School or university. And his older brother, at the same time, he grew up in a very musical household. Uh, his father owned a music shop. And my dad actually taught himself to play piano originally by following along with the player piano. And uh, um, so... <clears throat> But he loved technology, and he began as a teenager recording and hanging microphones out his window and cutting his own records. He went to an aluminum company and, and got the discs, or maybe it wasn't aluminum. But anyhow, uh, and so he did all that kind of stuff, and that continued throughout his career. When he He loved electronics, and when he formed his big band, and he said only kind of half-jokingly, I think, that he formed the big band because he thought he could make more money and there was an electronic parts catalog and he wanted to be able to buy every part in it. Wow. So he, he, and then during the late forties, he began building instruments. His first one was kind of a sound effects generator, but then in the early fifties prompted again, this comes back to like with his kids. My sister had seen a show on Broadway that had a theremin and called Mrs. McThing and she wanted a theremin. So that's how he wrote Robert Moog. He bought a theremin from him. And then my sister couldn't play it. And and uh, my dad took it back and started modifying it. That's actually when he met Moog and got a theremin from him and started modifying that theremin to make it into a keyboard instrument. And that was the inspiration. And she she lost interest in that after a little while. But he had built this primitive keyboard synthesizer basically and he took it back and kept evolving it and then he that led to other things over the years and he finally invented a machine called the electronium which basically wrote and performed music at the same time which was acquired by motown barry gordy was always looking for a new formula and he when he heard about this machine they came out and looked at it and he ordered one and that's how my dad ended up in California and eventually went to work for Motown as their director of electronic music research and development. Wow. Okay, so to what extent is Motown using it? Can you just give us a little bit more detail of how they use well, it? Well, yeah. Yeah, it, it, you know, the, that, that idea at that time, anyhow, did not fit in very well with the culture at Motown. And th those guys were like, come on, what are you doing? And and it basically the machine kind of worked with a click track. And at that time, 
they, the musicians were like, I'm not playing with that, you know, with that. Yeah. And, and so as far as we know, it was never used uh, on any records. It was, they tried some recording with musicians. My dad trained somebody there named Hobie Cook to use the machine. And there are some tracks, existing tracks that Hobie made, but nothing ever made it to a record. Wow. We're Stan Warno, the film about his dad, just the incredible Raymond Scott, multi-award-winning film, Deconstructing Dad. Hey, uh, Stan, how can folks, can they watch it yet? Or is Oh, it yeah. Like- no, no, they can watch it. It's been around, actually, you know, for for about 10 years at this point. Oh, okay. Point. I didn't, when I made the website, I didn't know what the title was going to be, so it's scottdoc.com. But you can search for Deconstructing Dad Raymond Scott. And you'll find it. Pops right up. And we have a website for him, too, which is RaymondScott.net. So it's easy to find. Love um, it. That's awesome. We'll be right back with you, Stan. Folks, Superior Catfish. There's catfish. There's Superior Catfish. Go to SuperiorCatfish.com. And I love celebrating our state, the hallowed grounds of Mississippi. You know, the birthplace of America's music. We're talking music in another whole light today. Pretty dang cool to celebrate the great Raymond Scott through his eyes and soul of his son, Stan Warner. We'll be right back. I'm Steve If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's getethos.com. At Key Constructors, our mission is to build a legacy that will stand the test of time through hard work, dedication, and pursuing excellence. Key Constructors is a heavy civil construction company, a leader in the bridge construction world. Our goal is to provide a positive work environment for you to grow personally and in your career. We are proud of who we are and what we do, making it happen one bridge at a time. Come join our team of Black Label Bridge Builders. Check out Key Constructors on Facebook and other social media platforms and keyconstructors.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-676-5919 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today, 800-676-5919. That's 800-676-5919. What do you have to lose? Call 800-676-5919. Again, 800-676-5919. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. 
right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, folks, to In a Mississippi Minute. I am Steve Azar, and my guest today, Stan Warner, filmmaker, a very accomplished cameraman, talking Saturday Night Live, the Wonder Years, tremendous editor, uh, has made a life and a career in the film world, and finally got to make, well, it's been 10 years now, so I'm learning things as we speak. I think when Rob and I discussed it, it sounded, Rob makes everything sound brand new. When he talks, you know, and it is brand new to you and me. We haven't met yet. So so I get to treat this like it's it's not 10 years old. But I appreciate you taking the time before. I got to thank my my pals out there. Superior Catfish made in Macon, Mississippi. Where else but Mississippi? Go to superiorcatfish.com. Visit Mississippi.org as the music and culture ambassador of our great state of Mississippi. We do get to celebrate music, the country music trail, the blues trail markers. The Freedom Trail, the Writer's Trail, check it out, plan a road trip. All right, Stan, first of all, I know that you're a busy guy, and you're jumping around from one thing to another in the film world, extremely accomplished in a lot of elements and avenues from editing and behind a camera and obviously filmmaking, and there's a lot going on with you. When do you say now's the time to make this film celebrating your dad, Raymond Scott? Well, uh, what happened was, is, you know, I didn't really have a very close relationship with my dad when he was alive. And after he died, it kind of like I, I was chosen to sort of give a eulogy when we had a memorial service. And as I started it, this is all in the film, by the way, uh, I was so overcome with emotion that I could barely continue. And I kind of realized, uh, that, you know, after all, I really did love my father. And so I got through that. With It wasn't easy, but I got through it. And over the next year or two, I began sort of becoming much more interested in my father's career. And at that time, there was the beginnings of the revival of interest in his music. And I thought, well, what can I do to help that? And it was kind of like a duh moment. You know, I was like, oh, well, yeah, you know how to make films. Don't make a film about your dad. Um, and so I wanted to do that. But I also was interested in making a really personal film. So I decided to make a film that was not only about him and not only for all the music and electronic music nerds and other kinds of music nerds out there, because of his music was used in the Warner Brothers cartoons and many others subsequently. So there were that whole section of the audience. But I wanted to make a film for people who had no awareness of who he was and no real pre-existing interest in his music, a film in the humanity side. And that, that worked out well. I've had many people, particularly women, come up and say, oh, I had, I, you know, my boyfriend wanted to watch this film and I wasn't interested but I loved it because I loved the story of you and your dad. Uh, wow. So the film is a kind of combination of, <clears throat> of of things about fathers and sons. And and uh, one of my sons is actually in it. We, I he he suggested doing an interview of him, and I was like, okay, you know, tape is cheap at that time. It was still tape, <laughs> but not film. Yeah. And I, I said know. okay, and I thought I'll never use this. And then one day I sort of, you know, I'm finally going to look at this and I ended up using it. So wow. it's uh, it's got, it's a multi-level kind of film. You know, you think about the generation that your dad grew up in as a kid, first of all, and then you growing up as his son. I mean, I think of my grandparents. I think of my dad telling me about his grandparents. I think it was such a different time. And I think that that folks were working a lot longer and harder, especially when they had a passion and compassion for their career, that was another level of work. But I just don't think, compared to how we are parenting now, we are spending time, I think, with each generation with our children a little more. You know, we're in touch a little bit more with their feelings, right? (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, I just don't think my grandfather, I remember he was a tough guy. I think the first smile, I use this very lightheartedly. I know he smiled, but for me, his first real smile happened when he was about to pass away. It's the biggest mm. smile I ever saw him have on his face. I just know that he always was working. Like, it was 24-7. 
and it was a yeah. lot to keep up with. Now, I love the fact that you were able to tap into the personal side, and I think yeah. the victory there is that there's a lady saying that she loved that side of it. I mean, did yeah. you expect that? Well, I can't say I specifically thought about, like, well, women would like this, but I wanted to make a, a film. Yeah, women were certainly included. That would, that would appeal to people. I wanted to make a film about the human side, not only the musical. That's effect. awesome. So, That's awesome. That's a great tribute. Your dad goes to Juilliard, right? Yeah, he went to the predecessor of Juilliard, which was called, mm, I forget, the New York Academy of Music or something, but it became Juilliard. Have they yeah. done any sort of, uh, lifting him up, praising him? Any, no. any sort of, any, nothing? Well, what happened is even though we know he went there, when we made an inquiry with them, they said we have no record of him. So, <laughs> That's crazy. you know, the way those things get lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, his his name was not Raymond Scott. It was Harry Warnell, but that right. shouldn't have mattered. But the family name got changed along the years. We didn't pursue it, but I do remember we made, I think, one inquiry with them. And they had said we have no record of him. Yeah. We've got St. Jude down here in Memphis, which is we call the capital of northwest Mississippi. My brother is actually uh, one of the new chairmen of the board of ALSAC, uh, which is the, you know, the ruling arm over St. Jude, I guess is the best way to say it. So my parents are very proud of him. He's a orthopedic surgeon and all that. He's had a great career there in Memphis. Danny Thomas changes his name to, yeah. you know, at some point in his career. Your dad, why Raymond Scott? Where does that come from? Well, you know, th th there were a, a few issues about that. Now, officially, it was that his first job, his brother Mark was eight years older than he was and was already quite successful, and it paid for him to go to the predecessor of Juilliard hmm. and then hired him to be the house pianist in his band. Um, at that time, it was at CBS, and... Um, so there was this, after a year or two, my dad felt like he was getting, you know, he was worried about the nepotism, the, the, the apparent nepotism, even though he was an excellent pianist. Uh, so he decided to change his name. Now, the other side of that, which most people generally don't relate to, but my mother made it very clear, was that, again, at that time, like, he was an ethnic person and, like, a Jewish, and a lot of Jewish musicians and actors, et cetera, um, would change their names in order to kind of assimilate into American culture. That was very common. Sure. So that was part of it, too. And the way he found Raymond Scott, he always said he looked through the phone book and kept looking for a name that had good rhythm. And Raymond Scott had good rhythm, and so he became Raymond Scott. Now, yeah. my mother always said, people say that's apocryphal, but she said it was true. That's how he did it. Wow. that's I love you saying that tremendous rhythm. What's going on in his mind probably when he yeah. sees those words and sees rhythm? I just think that that's, you know, that, that says a lot about what was going on in him and why he was yeah. so creative. Well, I tell you what, let's take a quick break, and I, I want to bring – up something in a second. Also want to talk about your work with the Wonder Years and Saturday Night Live and dig into a little bit of that as well and some of the other works that you've done that have molded your career and shaped it. We sure. are with Stan Warno. Thank you, Stan, for t taking the time to be with me today. Speaking of anything that you want to take the time to do, make in Mississippi, it's made right here, Superior Catfish. Go to superiorcatfish.com and visit mississippi.org is the ultimate way to celebrate our Mississippi. Check it out. Steve Azar here, and like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454. 
and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. Media Minute with Howard Kurtz. When the Biden Justice Department issued a subpoena for an unnamed member of Congress, word quickly leaked to the press, Punchbowl News, Washington Post, and others, that it was Democratic Congresswoman Cory Bush of St. Louis. And she came out and talked to a mob of journalists, didn't answer any questions. She said this was completely untrue, it was frivolous, that she's had a lot of threats and she needed to hire security, that the Office of Congressional Ethics had approved this. I have not used any federal tax dollars for personal security services. Until she got to the part where she said the person she hired is her husband. Paid about $100,000 over a couple of years because he has expertise in the area, according to sources familiar with the investigation. Now, it's fine for her to defend herself, but her husband? With your Media Minute, Howie Kurtz, Fox News. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny, high near 65. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 42. You're finally Friday, a little fog in the morning, then sunny skies, high near 70 degrees. And a look to Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 66. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Greatest show on dirt, the Dixie National Rodeo, presented by Southern Ag Credits, coming to the Mississippi Coliseum February 9th through the 17th. Come on out and experience world-class livestock, brought to you by Harbor Morgan Rodeo. Barrel racing, bull riding, and more. Live in concert will be Colin Stout, Connor Smith, Tracy Bird, Chris Cagle, Megan Maroney, Sammy Kershaw, Corey Kent, and Parma Lee. Buy your tickets today at DixieNational.org. I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson, and I'll see y'all at the rodeo. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Us England for Clark's Remodeling and Repair. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Clark's Remodeling and Repair, a company you can trust. 601-214-9463. That's 601-214-9463. Paid for by Wesley Financial Group. Are you a victim of the timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation expert. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. All you need to do is give my office a call. I will send you a timeshare exit information kit absolutely free, explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free info kit, 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
A convicted felon will spend 25 years in prison for trafficking drugs in Madison County while possessing a stolen gun. District Attorney Bubba Bramlett reports that 32-year-old Demarius Graham, a repeat offender, has been sentenced for multiple offenses. The twice-convicted felon was caught with a stolen gun as well as a large amount of cocaine and marijuana in a vehicle during a September 2022 traffic stop in Madison. Graham is charged with trafficking cocaine and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He will serve his sentence without the possibility of early release or parole. The Mississippi Highway Patrol has confirmed that a pickup truck collided with the back end of a school bus Thursday morning in Lafayette County. The crash happened just before 6.30 a.m. on Highway 6 with no students being injured. The driver of the truck did have to be transported to a local hospital for injuries, being described as moderate. Grammy Museum Mississippi announces a new exhibit. Highway 61, Traveling America's Music Highway, opening August the 11th. This first-of-a-kind exhibit will take visitors on a journey down the famous Highway 61, exploring music sites, artifacts, and celebrating the artists that played a major role in shaping American music. Muddy Waters, Bo Diddley, Bobby Rush, and Conway Tweedy. To learn more about this exhibit and other events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. In partnership with Utah Construction and Visit Mississippi. Many organizations are seeking volunteers and funding to help accomplish their mission. At Volunteer Mississippi, we connect your organization with the volunteers and funding that you need to make a difference in your community. Want to learn more? Join us for our free roadshow training tour across the state of Mississippi. For dates, location information, and registration, visit volunteermississippi.org. That's volunteermississippi.org. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Check, check one. Where's all my bias? In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Steve Azar rolling into a third segment of a Mississippi Minute with a new friend, Stan Warno. I really appreciate him taking the time. Very talented filmmaker. I'm getting to stare at him right now, and there's a little Einstein going. I'm thinking it looks, it looks a lot smarter than I'll ever be. Once again, <laughs> We're on Gilligan's Island. I've got the professor on, and I'm Gilligan. But <laughs> if we're on an island and uh, and there's a there's a pond somewhere, there's going to be catfish in there. Go to superiorcatfish.com, tell them I sent you, and visit Mississippi.org. A just amazing way to celebrate Mississippi. All right, Stan Warno, the film that we have been discussing about his dad, Raymond Scott, one of the most famous music guys, it's like history class stuff. It's not like you're reading it in some magazine and it's poof, it's gone. Raymond Scott has been something that's been ingrained in my life growing up. His name and obviously his son getting to grow up with him. We're finding out a lot about that. The documentary is Deconstructing Dad. So Google that and get out there and watch a great tribute to his dad. Uh, and I want to ask one more question about this documentary. When you're making a film like this, does it have a theatrical debut back in the day? And then as far as it's on your website, have y'all dealt with streaming? Uh, yeah. Now, in the last 10 years, streaming's come a long way. Yeah. The, yes, on the website, it is available to stream via Vimeo. And uh, <laughs> very easy to do. And there's also a DVD. And, of course, I prefer it if people get the DVD because there's lots of extras on there. That, you know, people, he should be more famous than he is, but most people won't know his name. Wow. There's a certain cult of people who will, but a lot of people don't. They may know his music, and, you know, the music is still used in various ways. For instance, everybody knows Lizzo. Well, on her big breakout album, there was a tune uh, that they sampled of my dad's uh, <clears throat> called that, um, called Tempo, and that was, uh, that was sampled. Uh, I'm trying to remember now her... Her title, but anyhow, it was sampled. And there was a music video of it and everything. So the various ways in which is you know music sure. is, uh, 
in the public eye. And now, with good time to bring it up, I think, you know, his music has been nominated for a Grammy, um, for best instrumental for a tune he wrote. And again, this comes back to how I would relate to his children. And in this case, his, his grandchild, Kathy, she played the viola at that time when she was around 16. She came out for a visit and he was kind of working with her to develop her playing and he wanted to play her to play in different registers. So he wrote a tune that sort of had different registers and it was just really an idea and a sketch and a lead sheet. But, um, that was kind of rediscovered by this violinist, Jeremy Cohen. Who oh yeah. I've had Jeremy on my show. Yeah. 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 Well, he's an incredible guy, incredible player. Oh. Quartet San Francisco plays a lot of contemporary music and fell in love with my dad's music about over 20 years ago now and recently did an album that included this tune he had written for his granddaughter <clears throat> and, um, and was submitted for a Grammy and was nominated as best instrumental, um, gra- uh, best instrumental composition. Wow. And I'm going to get to go to the Grammys. Oh, I love family. it. The I family representative, yeah. So that's a very exciting thing. So his music is still relevant, even though, again, most people wouldn't know his name. They might know his music in one way or another, but they won't know his name. I'm trying to figure out who introduced it to me at such a young age. I mean, we were in so middle school, I guess, yeah. back in the day, seventh, eighth grade, when I first came across his name. And we actually did. Maybe it was our music teacher back, back when they had music teachers, you know? <laughs> and I think we're, I think we're coming back. We're at, music teachers are on a comeback. Hallelujah. I mean, our foundation does a lot of stuff down here for music and putting, you know, giving programs to kids who, you know, they took it out of some schools and stuff. And it's just the one thing in life that you shouldn't take away from anybody is the gift yeah. of music, right? I mean, oh, it's just totally. the most important thing. Working on the Wonder Years, what'd you do? I was an editor on the Wonder Years. Um, show. There was a time when I, I, most of my career was in New York, but I would have various periods in LA and I came out to do one project and decided to stay. And, um, after uh, a few months there doing other things, I was offered a job on the Wonder Years, which was great. Although it was a time, you know, there's always a backstory. So that was a, a time when the, Founders of the show, Neil Marlins in particular, and his wife Carol Black, I think her name is, and they they had and the director, the main director Steve Miner, um, they had a falling out with the 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 money folks. Um, <laughs> what a shot! And, <laughs> and after and I was great working with them, and then after uh, I did just a couple of shows, and they, and they left. Uh, and I stayed on for a while longer, but it was, it was a great experience, great group of people. And, um, and again, with a show with so much music in it, um, I could really relate to it. I, I just think that's awesome. And I always talk about the rear view mirror and people talking about growing up. And I always say the wonder years, ever since seeing that show, I always think about those precious times in our lives that were so vital and, and looking back, how how it helped mold us and nurture us along the way to who we became. All right, what about Saturday Night Live? I'm, I, I do the Murray Brothers charity golf event, so I see Bill and friends with Joel, his brother, and Andy, and and raise money and at the World Golf Village every year in St. Augustine. There's some other folks as well. We do all, we always help each other with our charity events. But um, Saturday Night Live, who was there on at the cast at the time? You know, the original cast was was mostly. Gone. Um, was it Jane Curtin in those that group? Yeah, I think the, Dan they, Aykroyd. They, they were gone. Yeah, they they were mostly gone. Okay. I think, okay. Uh, um, Joe Piscopo. Uh, That's great. Jim Belushi um, was there. Uh, I think Eddie Murphy was there just at the beginning of when I started, but he had just made his big breakthrough and and with with. Hollywood films, so he left shortly after that. What a launching pad for so many careers. As it, yeah. you look back on the actors, what is it about Saturday Night Live? What is it about the the casting of those characters? Or is it just a given that once you're on there, 
I mean, I'm sure it's a combination of a lot of things, whoever's casting it, and the way you guys edited the show and, and made it feel like everything was happening right in front of you, like in real time as a viewer looking through a television, but we, we were actually in a theater watching. It felt like, it always feels like that to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the life part. But there were, what I worked on was I was never on staff there. I was a freelance film editor, and they would have these, Often, kind of mock documentaries, oh, or mock I love commercials yes. that were shot on film at that time, and I would do those. Not all oh, of them, but oh, most of them. Those were the coolest things ever when yeah. they go off. I mean, no, oh. they were great things. We, I remember doing a, a, a commercial parody with Robin Williams and Joe Piscopo playing hockey. It was just uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> it was crazy, you know, because. It all happened in one week, and that time we're still editing on film. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it would be like nonstop, 36 hours nonstop sometimes, uh, that kind of thing. And then we'd finish them on tape in the studios, and then I would get to go to the shows. So, uh, and you were in New York. Great, you were living in New York. In New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I still live in New York. You still live there? Uh, well, I go back and forth. I'm not, no, I don't live in the city, but go back and forth to the West Coast. I get away in the winter to up here in Grass Valley where we have some cold weather and sure. lots of snow up in Lake Tahoe, but it doesn't usually snow here. What is it about you New Yorkers? Y'all, you guys see two, two places, New York or you see California or maybe a little Connecticut here and there. That's, I always view that as New York, but how come you don't come down here to Mississippi? Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> I've uh <clears throat> I have spent a little time in the south, but yeah, it's a good question. I have a friend who who lived in Mississippi for for a number of years, a filmmaker by the name of Donald Blank, but huh. yeah, we don't I don't get to the south too much. I can't take the heat for one thing. Oh, yeah, it gets a little um, bit muggy. Yeah, yeah, I, the heat and the humidity are well, really tough for me here. I'm here when it can be hot, but it's dry. Yeah, in the summer when we get out of the shower, sometimes you you're, you're drying <laughs> off and you feel like, did I dry off or not yet? Because it's, it's <laughs> like this. I call it. We call it bleem. It's like this film that gets on you. You're just constantly, but you're used to it. You know. Yeah, I guess you get used to it. I remember being in Houston uh, for just a weekend once, and it was so unbearable. Uh, it was in like September, I think. Yeah, well, you know, I agree. really couldn't take it. Yeah. yeah, Houston's got some a different kind of hot. I'm Steve Azar with Stan Warno, deconstructing Dad, his tribute documentary to his dad, the great Raymond Scott. Uh, Stan's had an incredible career in filmmaking, uh, behind the camera editing. And I really appreciate uh, my man Rob Evanoff, publicist out in Los Angeles, who has sent me a lot of guests. So thank you, Rob. Speaking of any thankful thing I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for Superior Catfish. My pals over there in Macon, Mississippi. There's Catfish. There's Superior Catfish. Go to superiorcatfish.com. Visit Mississippi.org. Can I say it again? Visit Mississippi.org. We'll be right back. In life and in business, one thing is certain, change. That's why Pillium Corporation is ready to keep you ahead of the curve on ever-evolving technology, critical for your company's security and growth. To that end, the Pillium team offers IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems, and real-time crime center technology. Visit us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. 
Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, junk removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our Two Men in a Truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomininatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomininatruck.com. Progressive asks, what do an escaped leopard... We're live from the zoo where a leopard has escaped. A growling stomach, an uneaten tuna sandwich, and a backdoor doggy door have in common? They can lead to an unexpected kitchen renovation. Yeah, hi. Is this the zoo? Your leopard is in my kitchen. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive for great savings and round-the-clock protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states or situations. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. This world is a crazy mixed-up place. Most of that is out of my control. But at Gateway Rescue Mission, we do what we can control right here at home in Mississippi. We offer a meal when someone is hungry, a warm bed at night, help for someone struggling with an addiction. In doing so, we try to make our little corner of the world a better place. Look us up at www.gatewaymission.org. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. The Dixie National is near, so it's time to get in gear and rope up a deal with the mighty 3E John Deere Compact Tractor from Ag Up Equipment. This tough tractor is efficient, economical, and easy to use. And with 0% for 60 months plus $750 off, Ag Up Equipment is making it even easier to own. Gear up for spring with savings at Ag Up Equipment. In store or online at agup.com. Offer ends 229-24. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. U.S. farm-raised catfish is more than a delicious, healthy meal. It's an experience. That's why we created the Catfish Trail. Spanning six states and hundreds of miles, these restaurants serve catfish the way it was meant to be enjoyed. And while you eat like a local, you'll also be supporting American farmers. Find your next stop on the Catfish Trail at uscatfish.com. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Steve Azar with Stan Warno, incredible filmmaker, editor, uh, spent a lifetime and career, uh, and what a wonderful career he has had uh, in the film world. Uh, his dad, Raymond Scott, the great Raymond Scott uh, that I studied in school back in the day, hit the film that Stan made celebrating his dad, deconstructing dad. Check it out. Speaking of checking anything out, put it on your plate. Superior Catfish. Oh, yeah. Go to superiorcatfish.com. It's produced right here in Mississippi. And visit Mississippi.org, perfect way to be proud of your Mississippi. Check it out, plan a road trip. All right, let's talk about the honeymoon killers when you worked on that all the way back in 68. And then I want to ask you about Robert Downey Sr. What does that like to work with him? Well, the honeymoon killers was a long story, but um, the short version is they needed somebody to sink the dailies, uh, you know, putting people who aren't familiar, putting the sound and the picture together, which used to be this kind of manual, primitive process. Um, and they were on location. One thing led to another, and they began asking me to cut some scenes, and they liked what I was doing. And so I ended up editing the film, and it was odd because, the you know, we always saw it that when we were working on it, we saw this as a kind of B-movie film noir. But the, the writer... And he became the director, uh, uh, was, was a very sophisticated person, com- was an opera composer, loved classical music, and only wanted to use Mahler music. And that gave the film, talk about how important music can be to film, that kind of gave it a different feeling. And to our surprise, it got great reviews. 
became, uh, I think it was on the New York Times 10 best list that year. And then uh, uh, Truffaut, he called it at one point his favorite American film, which was wow. really mind-boggling. Uh, and it was in a kind of Hitchcockian tradition in certain ways. Yeah. But, you know, it was a very low-budget film, I think 125000 at that time, something <laughs> like that. That's a lot of money back then, 68, though, right? Well, it was more like a million today, but still yeah, very Yeah, it's still low. not, not yeah, in the... Yeah. No, no, no. It was, uh, you know, very bare bones kind of film. So, Stan, when you finally saw that it was working out for you, what was sort of your ticket or your break that you you look back on your career and see that pivotal moment where, okay, now things are going? I guess it was Woodstock. You know, you talk about me and the, being mm. a cameraman. And I, I was sort of thinking I was going to be a cameraman before that. And then I was a cameraman on Woodstock, and then uh, I became an editor. And that was such a great experience that I decided to concentrate on editing more than that. Now, I shot, still would shoot occasionally over the years, and I was my, the cameraman, my own cinematographer on my own film. Right. I couldn't afford anybody else. <laughs> uh, but uh, but so that was kind of the breakthrough moment for me of really getting to understand the power of editing and having such a great experience being on the cutting edge of the kind of techniques we were doing and evolving. Um, and uh, so, you know, then there were sort of ups and downs after that, too. Sure. But, well, yeah. Welcome was, to the entertainment was, business, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, you know, there's always a backstory, and and so you, it's not only about your work and your creativity, yeah, but yeah. it's the people you're working with and how you get along with them and your people right. skills. And mine, I think they're better now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my wife, you know, she loves Robert Downey Jr. And of course, a lot of people yeah. don't know that there was a Robert Downey Senior that was in yeah. the entertainment business. You know, so uh, how? What was your involvement? Okay, with yeah, well, Bob and I met oddly in this thing back, talk about your day jobs, back when uh, I was young, he was a little older. We, I got a job at the New York World's Fair from 64, 65, mixing chemicals at the DuPont Pavilion. And Bob was another person who got the job there to pay his bills. And we were a team. The two of us worked together, prepping the chemicals. We didn't know anything about chemistry. <laughs> they trained us. And it was, you know, take take uh, some of this one yeah. and some of that one. And, and we didn't know what they were and mixed them together. <laughs> Who knows how dangerous they were. And so he was already making films. And he, he said, hey, do you want to come over to the house and look at my film? And I could see right away how talented he was. Yeah. And we began working, and I began working as a cameraman with him. So he was a great guy, incredibly creative, very, very funny. Talk about people's skills. I always admired the way he could just draw people out and get their life stories the first time he met them. I mean, he had that thing of really being genuinely, like you do, being genuinely interested in other people oh, and you. wanting to know their stories. And very, very funny. And, you well, know, he I had these problems, but... Uh, Lots of people have. Well, we've run out of time. I really appreciate you taking the time, Stan. Well, uh, I appreciate you having me on. It's been great. Oh, I really thank you so much. <clears throat> Stan Warno, folks, the son of Raymond Scott. And if you didn't study Raymond Scott in school, then shame on your teachers. Hey, teachers out there, I love you guys. I know I'm messing with you. But, but check the movie out, Deconstructing Dad. Just Google it and then head to the site. And you can get the DVD, like Stan said. It's got a lot more footage. Uh, then it's on the streaming that you'd see if you're streaming. So check that out. And check out my friends at Superior Catfish, homegrown right here in Mississippi. One day we're going to get Stan to make a road trip down here. We do have the Grammy uh, Museum, Mississippi, which is the second museum, uh, sec really? second Grammy landing. It's down <clears throat> here about 40 minutes where I went to Delta State University. It's here on Mississippi soil. So, Stan, maybe after you win your Grammy this year, then you can uh, make your way down and show it, showcase it to us down here. <laughs> That'd be great, yeah. Visit Mississippi.org, folks. Check it out and have a great weekend. My guest, Dan Warno. We're out of here. We'll see you later. You've been on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.